1985. <laughs> Falco. <laughs> a German singer named Falco. Austrian singer Falco That's right. releases Remy Amadeus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Remy Amadeus. It's the Canadian mix. That's right. Uh, yeah. You've been waiting for this a long yeah, time. Willkommen. 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 Auf, auf der... Auf, auf tracks. <laughs> Willkommen auf der Falco episoden. We don't know German. Episode... God, I took German too for a little while. I should know how to say 31. Oh yeah. Episode uh, 30. God, how have we made it 31 episodes? I'm still... I, like, I'm in awe of that. Like, I'm really excited that we're talking about Falco. But honestly, now we're now we're at the number of week of episodes of my age. Oh, we are. You're right. Last week it was my age. Now it's yours. <laughs> it's crazy how that happens <laughs> with the math. Um, yeah. So we're talking about Falco, who is um, a sincere lifetime passion of mine. That's right. I love me some Falco. A lot of people who don't care about this kind of music and what music I like all know that I am obsessed with oh, Falco. I googled it, by the way. Hold on. We're going to let Google Translate say it for us. Okay. Willkommen zu unserer Falco-Folge. That's welcome to our Falco episode. Oh, yeah. It's like, Falco-Folge. <laughs> there you go. Falco-Folge. <laughs> What'd you call me, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Falco-Folge. <laughs> the sexy songs were last week. Calm down. <laughs> we're going to get silly during this episode so, because Falco is great. And yes. he's also ridiculous, which is why he's great. I mean, Falco, we can't say <laughs> Right, Falco is your favorite of all time. Like, is that is that safe uh, to say? I mean, singers. I mean, there's like a good triumvirate of things I can't choose from, like ABBA and okay. Rush, and generally I mean, the triumvirate of Danielle. He's in your top, like I yeah. Mean, I always refer to it as a triumvirate. These are people whose records are record things are on my wall outside of my bedroom that I can stare at every night. ABBA, Rush. And Falco. Falco has two. Oh, well, there you go. There. See, I think to me that makes him the number one. If he's got two of them, that puts have, him above the others. I just have others. more Falco than I have anything else. All right. Um, yeah, I love Falco. And I don't know when I started loving Falco. I was thinking about this for the show. I think I just always did. Well, I have, <laughs> we're going to, we have, I have a specific memory about that that might jog some things. I, so think, I think we're thinking we'll, the we'll, same We'll one. get there uh, later on. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, Falco is, he's from Austria. Yeah. The best selling Austrian artist of all time. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I don't know any other Austrian singers off the top of my head. Yeah, um, that I know it, yeah. are Austrian. There you go. Um, I don't think the Von Trapp family singers count. <laughs> yeah. but I bet they sold a shit ton of records though. Maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> how can you sell records when you're too busy crossing into Switzerland? I don't That's know. That's right. Um, yeah, Austria is just kind of this... It, Austria and Switzerland are both kind of just this bizarre little pocket of Europe, you know? Like, they don't really have their own language. Yeah. They don't... They, yeah, I mean, it's... it's I don't know. It's just an interesting... <laughs> they're German leftovers? Yeah, they're German... God. This a German-French... A lot of like blending of all the cultures. It's not like going. Hitler there. They're German leftovers. That's God, terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but they're like... Never go full Hitler. Yeah, Especially in the Falco episode. At least I realized what I said afterwards. <laughs> That's no, right. Um, yeah, Austria and Switzerland are their kind of own thing, but really I think they're... I think they have more culture than Germany in a way. You I'd be willing Habsburgs. to bet. I'd, I'd be willing to bet Falco is probably also the best-selling German language artist in Ooh. the U.S. If oh, not in the U.S., yeah. Man, there's like Nana. I was going to say, if not him, on. it has to be him or Nana because I, I don't know who else you know would have had such hits. I heard that he was the first German language. I read that he was the first German language um, number one. Yeah, because Nana only hit number two. That's correct. So I hear that he's. So I don't know exactly. I can't imagine who would be better than him other than the Von Trapp family singers. That's right. I also love the sound of music. 
So I'm probably going to mention that a lot in this episode because I cannot <laughs> untie the two. It's just, that's what Austria is to me. Um, so Falco, uh, he's born Hans Hutzel. Hans, Hans Hutzel. Hutzel. Hans Hutzel. Can't imagine why I changed his name. Um, Hans Hutzel uh, in Vienna, I believe. Yes. Um, and he has, interestingly enough, his mother was actually pregnant with triplets. Have you read this? No, no. His mother was pregnant with triplets. And apparently, like, there were two, there were, like, a set of twins and then a single baby. And the set of twins had something wrong with them, and she miscarried them. Oh. And Falco was the other baby? Falco was the other baby. Wow. Alone on his own lady egg. And he survived. A fighter from the start. He's a fighter from the start. He sure is. He's a survivor, that Falco. Well, except for... Yeah, well... Well, he was we'll a there. fighter in, like, 1957. So, uh, he grows up in Vienna. Uh... Turns out to be this, like, little kid musical prodigy, they find out. He has, like, this crazy musical talent, and he goes and learns a lot of stuff. Has, like, perfect pitch. They find out at, like, six years old. Much like other Austrian wunderkind, wunderkind Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do this, are there similarities here? Mm. I don't know. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, so he, he goes and he, like, learns music and he does all this stuff. He enlists in the Austrian army for seven months and then, like, gets, like, a buzz cut. And he's, like, from there on, I think from what I've read, just kind of lame and always, like, wore suits and always had short hair and was, like, the lame guy when he went into the Vienna, like, underground music scene. He was, like, they would, like, play all this crazy music and he would be, like, it's me. Right. Totally square guy. But he totally owned that, right? Yeah, it was his thing. he never let it go. And it's so... It's that's true because, like, that's what when I think Falco, I think a dude who is kind of trying to dress like a greaser, but like the John Travolta version of a greaser, not like an actual greaser from the fifties. Oh yeah, totally. It was just a lot of like the plain white tees, you know, like the leather jackets or the blazers. Even he wore suits and tuxes the, a lot. The all slicked the hair, yeah, yeah, or or tuxes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. he would do tuxes and suits a lot. Yes. Yeah, it was like kind of like he was this um, beautiful like orchestra leader in a way. He would always be like, "I'm the sophisticated orchestra leader, but I'm making this crazy music <laughs> and I'm rapping like a crazy man." That's right. Yeah, so um, he gets discovered out of the Vienna underground music scene by some producer, and they make a song or two, and it ends up going into the first album, Einzelhaft. Einzelhaft, yes. But Which I forgot uh, to put a translation on. Let's, um, let's put, yeah, Einzelhaft means solitary confinement, doesn't it? Um, I think that's that what sounds it means. good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Google that. I'll Google that while we're talking about this first song because we do. It is worth bringing up this first single, the one Gansveen. Yes, Gansveen, because Gansveen was the breakthrough that led him into his record deal. Yes. Um, and it got, what does Gansveen translate as again? That scene. That scene. That's right. Which okay. Is, have you? Do you know what the song's about? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's about drugs. It's about. It's very cool. Yeah. It's about drugs. Yeah. It's um. This crazy little weird song. It's much more rocky than the rest of Falco. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, I think that's like his early. Kind yeah, of- I mean, Falco, he, he kind of had this weird like brush with New Wave. Like he was always kind of on the edge of New Wave, but in a very in a much more electronic way in future albums yes, yes. Um, and in a, a different kind of edgier way. This was like very like rock New Wave. Gonzine. Yes. And uh, yeah, um, it, it, this live version that you sent me was uh, it was good stuff. It was very interesting to hear him do that. Yeah, it's a it's a very different song, and apparently, right? I don't know if this We're is gonna, true. We'll post this live version on on the oh, definitely. show there, page. There was a there was a story in his Wikipedia article about how the guy he got recognized and like discovered at some sort of like anti drug benefit 
for in Austria. Like he was playing in an anti drug. Falco did. Yeah, he's oh. playing an anti drug benefit. Okay. About a song that's like that has the line "All of Vienna is on heroin." Oh well, there you go. Yeah, and of course, as <laughs> as Falco, you know, as the life of Falco progresses, you will see how ironic it was that he was discovered in an anti drug benefit. Yes. Good lord. Right, so it's on to Einzelhof. Einzelhof, which has Gansvein on it. Which does? Not. Oh yeah, Gansvein mm-hmm. is on Einzelhof, yeah, isn't it? But it was like pre-Einzelhof, but it's on Einzelhof. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, kind of like a, we had a dead or alive thing was was that way too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Einzelhof means uh, single or alone, solitary. Yes. Okay, good. So, yeah. That I thought, sounds very. Good. Yes, I, I for like some reason I was thinking solitary confinement, but I think yeah, I think Einzelhof just means like alone. Yes. Um. um yeah, this, uh, I, I, is the memory that you have of Einzelhoff? Well, yeah, it'll kind of lead into this, because we're going to talk about Zuvielhitze, okay. which is the first song right. on Einzelhoff. Um, I remember you and I, this was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. My dad and I, my, or my dad rather, had just moved into this this rental home, um, and we went out record shopping, and yeah. you found Falco's Einzelhoff. And I want to say it was probably at Better Days or something, but this is, you you never heard Einzelhoff. You didn't have a copy yeah. of, of this record. So we went back to my house and put this record on, and Zuviel Hitza went right into it as the first song. And your face, I like, I for whatever reason, I just I remember the excitement on your face because it was like you had just tasted water for the first time. Wow! See, I don't you remember were, like you were so it. into this record. It was really good. Like I, had... but I I think like I see that as like the genesis of your love of Falco. <laughs> Because I, I mean, already loved him. You, before. Yeah, you already like you were fond of Falco, but like you had never heard Einzelhoff. I don't think. No, I had never heard Einzelhoff. Yeah, you plopped that down, and it was just like, oh man, this is my dude. Like you were yeah, all about it. I love that first album, and I had I had already had like Falco three, and I already there's a later album Wienerblut, which I had already had that I love found in Wienerblut. Paris, and I was like totally into that. But like Einzelhoff was like, this is my language. I would like to speak it. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and I still have not gotten over how much I love this record. Every time it comes on a song from it, I'm like, yeah, that's it. Duviel Hitza is kind of like a borderline electro song almost. Mm-hmm. He does it. The beat is very kind of electro, but he does his like little rapping thing over it. I don't know. It's 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 very snappy. Um, and one of those things where even if you're not, you don't speak German and I certainly don't, you still like, you find yourself kind of humming along to it. And yeah. Uh-huh. It's remarkable. Yeah. It's, it's the opener. It's the opening track to the record. So mm-hmm. I think that's one reason why, like, it's not a single. It wasn't a single. No, we just love the song. We just love the song because it was like that moment where we were like, holy shit, Falco rules actually. Right. <laughs> and it, it's, yeah. So Zuvio Hitza is just like, it's so good and it's an emotional favorite. Goldene Nase hast sie auf der Szene Sie schifft bei dir und sie schläft bei mir So viel Hitze im Tiefkühlfach So viel Hitze in ihr Get the breakout from the, this album. The big single. The big single, um, Der Kommissar, which you may have heard of if you don't know Falco 
thing. You've heard it from After the Fire. Right. After Don't the Fire. Don't turn around. Uh-oh. There go my stars in town. Uh-oh. Um, After the Fire's version came out the next year. Yeah, this was, it was Falco's pretty... was 82 and is in German and is different enough. Yes. After the Fire, basically, they, they wrote English lyrics and then they kind of added this synth line that wasn't there in the Falco version. Um, Falco's is a bit more to the I mean I don't want to say to the rock side because I mean I mean there it's to me it's simpler it's not like the after the fire I think is a little bigger it's got more production to it yes the one thing I like about Einzelhoft it's very simply done very all yeah. the songs it's are very, very lo-fi yes like it sounds like you have like this very cheap little Casio keyboard that you just recorded your synth with and like you it's have so the true. most basic right, yeah. drum machine. Falco Falco did this thing with a Kmart drum machine. I mean yeah. seriously. Like, but that that like, is part of the magic of it. You're so right. I love it. Like I, I, I think that's part of why I love it. Yep. Anyway, Derek Komazar was number one in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 74 in the U.S., so it did chart. But, I mean, this is like and all that's over That's in Europe. German language, too, so that's, that's yeah, pretty huge. This, yeah, this is a German language version. Um, after the fire, lyrics were pretty much cut-for-cut English translation. So they didn't really change it that much. Laura Branigan also did a version. Did she really? She did. Uh, what is it? Deep in the Dark. Oh, that's right. That's Deep right. In the dark. Yeah, you sent it to me. Like, that's did you right. Know this how, did, how did I forget about that? That's yeah. right. Yeah, Laura Branigan re-recorded it as Deep in the Dark. Yeah. I think we have to put a little clip of that. Oh, uh, yeah. It's very offbeat. my favorites it's not my favorite we're getting to that but then one of my favorites on this album is machina blend yes <laughs> this is just killer synth pop man this is like front to back this is like textbook awesome it's 1982 like high, synth pop it's like really high energy yeah it's like if you can't dance to that you're crazy um it was number one in austria number one in norway there you go. Of course. The Nords uh, have great taste. They do. Scandinavians get it. Uh, yeah, Machina Brent <laughs> is just like this good driving beat. Yeah, it means it means engine burning. Yeah, Your engine burning. Like it that's what yeah, it's a driving yeah, song. It's yeah. real. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, get to my favorite on Einzelhaft. <laughs> Auf der Flug! <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll say this. Sometimes I'll say this to Max listeners, and he'll be like, "I'll be like, Auf der Flug!" He'll be like, "Gesundheit." Exactly. <laughs> Auf der Flug. You can't just be like Auf der Flug. You have to go Auf der Flug. Auf der Flug. 
Yeah, um, it's this beautiful, like, another simple driving beat. It doesn't go a lot of places. It's got... It's, I'm so glad you sent me this music video too because I'd never you, seen this. It's like Falco presents the I six o'clock news. It. Yeah, he's like an anchorman. This is also important to note. If you can go on our webpage, on our offbeatracks.com, 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 I'm going to put up a thing of Falco music videos, and he has a lot of them, and all of them are ridiculous. They and are. I had never seen the one that he did for this, which I think was just like a quick promo. Uh, this is like 1982 or something. And he is like an anchorman, and he's like got a cigarette, and he's like reporting the news, and there's like some bad stuff happening in the background, and he's just like flipping papers back, and he's super cool. And um, it's very ridiculous Falco video. And then, uh, like, the one. last little bit of the video just totally goes to, like, stock war footage. I know, like, right? It's... What the hell, Falco? Also, Dear Komazar is also a classic. I forgot to say. Oh, that God, a yeah. classic music video. That's a great video, too. Yeah. Like, Isn't that the one where he's running in front of a green screen? <laughs> he's yeah. just got a green screen with, like, cops coming in the yeah. background. And he's, like, dancing yeah. and running in a ridiculous really, manner. When you think about it, After Flute is on the run. Wouldn't that have made way more sense to be the video for After Flute? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could watch the Dare Komisar video for every song. Yeah, like, it's so good. But don't sleep on After Flute. Yeah, don't sleep on it. It used to be. I used to make that my uh, in college my AOL instant messenger away message a lot, a lot. After Flute, I was on the run. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't there. <laughs> This next album is not one of my favorites. Oh, okay. 1984. Young Aroma. Young Romans. Oh, Young Romans. Okay. Young Aroma. Um, I don't love, like, I only picked one song from this album because I think that it's just kind of, to me, it's an in the middle Falco. It's like, okay, I did that cool, very simple, you know, heavy beat thing last time, but I want to get more poppy, but it's like in the middle. It doesn't quite fit anywhere. There is one song in it that I love, which I'm going to talk about, which is Ira Tokta. Ira Tokta, yes. Your Daughter, which um, is... I love this because there is Lindrum sexiness everywhere. <laughs> you know me all with the drum machines. It is very this, good. He did this with a Lindrum, and yeah, it is just so hot. It, yeah, a great, great Lindrum stuff. It, you know, any it, automatically when I hear Lindrum, I think Madonna's first album, and I think the classic Prince era. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is him playing off of those same kind of drum sounds. And yes. So um, love it. 1984, it's a perfect time for that Lindrum and everything that you love. Uh, yeah, it's a song about chicks, basically. He's like talking a lot yeah. about women. And I don't, I've never actually looked at the full translation of this, but he's like, you know, he's intersecting the English words in it. Right. Um, so it's just like, male can fast women. And <laughs> if Falco was very good at that, he would just throw, he'd throw some English at you enough to like, if you're driving and listening to him and then like, you're like, wait a minute, what did he just say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get that a lot listening to Falco. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't know if this is a song about wanting to bang someone's daughter. <laughs> I'm just saying from the little bit I know from the verses of that song, it's very possible. But Falco is, um, Falco was a womanizer. He was a partier. Yeah, it he would seemed fit like, in he seemed his, like kind of a, a scumbag, oh, Steve. Oh, good lord! Yeah, he was. Um, 
we'll get to the personal life of Falco later, which is as exciting as his crazy videos and music. Mm. Yeah, and speaking of crazy videos, we got to talk about this one. First of yes. all, <laughs> he's in a fucking sauna in a full suit dancing <laughs> while there are naked women behind him. It's like not even a sauna. It's like a full-on bathhouse. Yeah, lady. but he's like, in a, he's like in a steam room <laughs> in a full suit. What the hell, Falco? But then the last minute of the video, all of a sudden it just cuts to audio engineer who looks like Bob Ross. And then all of a sudden you're watching this like concert breakdown. Like it's like they're all these roadies breaking down a Falco concert and it starts playing a classical music piece that I don't know the okay. name of. Here's- and like also, what is with all the gum chewing? Falco is chewing gum every second of his life. We all have our vices, Max. And like in this video, he's just all like he's chomping the whole time. It's very distracting. <laughs> You've got Falco in full suit in the bathhouse, and you're like, the fucking gum, Falco. I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, I just have so many questions, Falco. I had never seen this until I was show prepping, and I sent this to you, and I like watched it like four times, like, what the hell am I watching? Right? I can't stop. Um, I think what this is, and this was all in German, because this wasn't a single. So right, like, I was right, like, why right. do we have a video? I think what it is, there was like some Falco special on Austrian TV. Oh. And he was like doing a bunch of stuff. And I think like he would make little videos. This is like not really an official music video. It was like a section of that show. And I think like it probably had like a lot of live stuff. And so I think probably that Falco breaking down with the engineer roadie thing was probably an interlude into the next thing. Like he was like, look, I'm Falco with my rock star attitude. It is also worth noting, though, it was not uncommon in that era because music videos were still such a new thing. Yes. It was not uncommon to just make a video for every song on your record. That's very true. I think he might have done that for a lot yes. of stuff. But I think this was an actual... Sorry, Beyonce. People were doing this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the fans. Yeah, don't don't tell the beehive. They're, they're voracious people. They will... They'll boycott us because I'm sure they're listening to us so much. Um, Yeah. No, I think this was an Austrian special, which I would love to see more of if that's really what it is. But that was my uh, limited amount of German reading that got me to that conclusion. American girls so young and fat They're gonna keep me upside down State of the best I hear them dream that up and to Be next to two But it's a fun this too They say Are you ready to enter? I am ready to enter the... The zone uh, of the zone of Amadeus. The Falk zone. The Falk zone. Yes. <laughs> I have a, I have a very special connection to Rock Me Amadeus that Danielle does not, and I think she low key resents me over this. I do because I know what it is. Because I was going to bring it up because I'm still fucking pissed. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're talking about Falco three, 1985. Yes. The the quintessential Falco. Everyone knows this album. Maybe not the whole album, but you know. The first single. Yes. Run me Amadeus, Amadeus. Anyway. Amadeus, Amadeus. And number one in the U.S. and basically everywhere. Or num- that, everywhere that matters. And number one in the U.S. on the day that I was born. Yes. Thank I have you this, very much. I went through this thing in college where I was like, I think that the number one song when you were born like dictates the whole rest of your life. Like some hippie bullshit. By and, the way, I still believe it. But it's still stupid. And mine is Rock Me Amadeus. Yes. Isn't, everyone yours, has- isn't yours We Are the World? No, I wish. Um, <laughs> what's you, wait, what's uh, yours? Well, here's the thing. 
I'll, pre- I'll preface this with this. Okay. Everyone I know has a better one than I do. Oh. And they have like cool ones. Like the last one I looked up for someone was Andy Gibbs shadow dancing. And I like threw something. It's the second oh. time you brought that song up in two episodes, by the way. It, I'll do it. That's my challenge. I'm going to hook everything to shadow dancing now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what was your number one? Uh, Ario Speedwagons can't fight this feeling. Oh. Had I been born, I was three days overdue. Um, had I been born on my due date, we would have Careless Whisper. Oh, right. That, Careless Whisper is going to be my next guest. But no, like somebody can't, some little fetus here couldn't read a calendar. Oh, well, there you go. And uh, now I've got Ariel Speedwagon. But Max has Rock Me Amadeus. I do. Because his life has destined I to was be managed, cool. I managed to squeeze out of there the one week that this was number one. <laughs> and mine is destined to play state fairs for That's the rest right. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and have really awful, you know, curly Rand Paul hair. It'll happen any day now. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Wrap Me Amadeus is a classic, inspired by the Amadeus movie fervor from 1984. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, best pa- if you've never seen it, you should see it, because it's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's like three and a half hours. It's a haul, but it's worth it. It's a very good film. Um, so everyone was super into Mozart anyway at the time. So Falco takes a hold of this and gets Rock Me Amadeus, and everyone loves it, and it's so kitschy and so ridiculous and so good. Like, I sometimes I wonder why this was number one, but also it's so good that I get it. The second. Hello. <laughs> Vienna calling. <laughs> oh, man. Hello. This, Vienna calling is a ridiculous song. It is ridiculous. Um, you're getting more into the, I don't know. I feel like Rock Me Amadeus was more of an accessible Falco ridiculous for the rest of the world. That's very like true. Vienna calling was still number 18 in the U.S. Um, he was riding that Amadeus wave. And I wonder, like, it's a very good catchy song. It's very danceable. It's great pop music. I get that, um, but it's also ridiculous. I actually was watching, I get on YouTube sometimes and watch old episodes of Dance Fever. Are you aware of the Dance Dance Fever no. show? It's basically like three couples would come on and would have like dance competitions to pop songs. And it was hosted by Adrian Zmet of Grease 2 fame. <laughs> Adrian Zmet. Holy shit. It's a really good show. And so Wasn't there... he on TJ Hooker also? I think so, yeah. Anyway, he was also Bay. I love me some oh. Adrian Zmet. Johnny okay. Nagarelli for life. Um, anyway, there's there was an episode, one of the few full episodes on YouTube you can watch. Where a couple is dancing, it's 1986, dancing to Vienna Calling, of all things. I got very excited. They didn't win, by the way. They should have. That was shame. a great song choice. Damn shame. Yeah, Vienna Calling is um, his only really other hit in the U.S., um, other than Derek Komazar, but that was minor. But this was a pretty big hit. Number 18? Mm-hmm. Number three in Austria. It wasn't even number one. And, they, and he name-dropped their capital.
Interstellar liegt in Tokio Männer fragen sie nach Feuer, nach dem anderen sowieso Sugar, küsst dich sehr von Mr. Bein und dein Gesicht This third single, I hope I love this song. You love it. See, I've never like it's no fun for me. Really? So I like I like this is Fal- but okay. It's, it's called Genie. Genie. Genie is the name of the song. It's Falco's only power ballad. Worth noting. Oh my god! It's um, yeah, and it was like a really big controversial song. It was number one in like the German speaking world, but it also really? didn't get played a lot. And I actually heard I had always read about this that it was this controversy because it was like everyone thought it was glorifying rape. It's a very dark song about basically somebody stalking this chick. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the first of a trilogy of songs about Genie. Um, I'm not talking about the other two because they're lame and it's okay. very weird. <laughs> it's just a whole... But Genie was the big one. Um, and it recharted in 2008 when they came out with unreleased stuff. See, I, I always just sort of took it as like his version. He, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as the police is every breath you take. It's a little bit like that. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit darker, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little yeah. bit, but it's it's um, I don't know. I just I'm, I'm talking yeah, purely uh, from a production standpoint. I love. Oh this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great, well done song. I don't ever enjoy listening to it. But when I was um, here's my story about Genie. I never realized how huge that controversy was, and how like groundbreaking it kind of was for Falco. This is when he was kind of starting to get taken seriously on Genie because he kind of had this controversy. And I learned this from a Lyft driver I had. In Los Angeles, who happened to be Austrian, and I was like, I know some people from Austria, and of course, I was like, you know Falco, haha, and he was like, what? He apparently was an old music video director and used to work with Falco. Well, there you and go. He, to, he was like, he was telling me like partying stories from the '80s, and he was talking about how huge this controversy was, and like how it was like threatening his career, but really, it kind of solidified it in the end, in Austria anyway. Um, but anyway, I thought that was very cool. Shout out to Edward in LA if he's listening. You made my day. Als ich dir den Weg zeigen musste, wer hat verdorben? Du dich? Ich mich? Oder? Oder wir uns? about a non-album single which gives me a headache um you really <laughs> it's just so ridiculous i get a headache it's not that i don't even hate it um it's a uh, body next to body featuring everyone's favorite singer and actress and flavor flav uh concubine bridget nielsen yes miss um, brigitte brigitte nielsen good lord so i don't know why they had this Single, because she was actually apparently a singer and had like albums and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like mostly a Europe thing. Uh It's pretty big. Um, So she does a song with Falco called "Body Next to Body," and it's like this ridiculous, over the top. Her like making sex noises. It has it has all the pop rock thing. It has all the edge of Richard Marx. (laughs) I actually think it's edgier than Richard Marx. Oh, okay. Barely, uh-huh. but it's any of that edge is taken apart when you see Falco with his hair kind of growing out in the. Yeah, aviators. this is very like a classic, it, like you know, mid to late eighties video where it's like a lot of industrial shit happening for no reason, like yeah. chains hanging and they're in a it's warehouse. Very Lita Ford. Yeah, but not as is. good as Lita Ford. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just ridiculous, and you should check it out if you've never heard it. I'll go now. Show me the 
Okay, this next album is kind of generally regarded in the Falco world as, like, kind of not great. Like, everyone was like, this is not what you needed to follow up Falco 3 with. What are you doing? <laughs> um, it's called Emotional. Um, and it had a single that had the title track, but it was, I'm not talking about it because it's no fun. Um, it will not get you to love Falco if you don't already. <laughs> but the sound of music. The sound of music. The sound of music is, I think, kind of a great song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and um, It's a kind of a syncopated, down-tempo jam. Yeah, it's like got like big production on yeah. it. Yeah. It is very opposite of Einzelhoft. And it's like this, the video is also a huge production. And it's like. Yeah, the video is hilarious. Like in the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning, it's like a king, right? Like I'm not even, this is not an exaggeration. It's literally a king rising out of a sea of half inflated trash bags yep that is what happens right at the beginning it's, of this video um, it's a thing it's, it's a situation a uh yeah no i this is a very fun song and it's i don't know if it if they're really trying to tie in that whole austrian sound of music thing into it because they need some selling of records but it worked for me i love it and i could listen to this all the time i have the 12 inch of this This might actually be my favorite Falco song. Which one? Are Falco you? Rides Again. Falco Rides Again. Okay, so I put Wiener we're, Blute we're up on to, Yeah, we're up to Wiener Blute now. This is Falco's album from 1988. 1988. Mm-hmm. Um, and I discovered this song when I was in Europe because I found a CD of this sitting in a record store. And I was like, okay, I'll listen to Wiener Blute. And I was like, I love this. So there was a um, there was a single for Wiener Blute, which is a good enough song. But I'm talking about the... I'm, we're gonna, I put down the two songs that I think are the most fun and most accessible of the... Falco Rides Again is absurd, and I love it. Yes. God. <laughs> so I I had never heard this song uh, until uh, you sent me this to oh, listen yeah. to, but this is this is an incredible track. Um, and I are you familiar with more production that these people did? Because I instantly recognized this sound when oh, I heard this. Who is it? Um, and I, I knew exactly. Well, there's this is from uh, we're going to do a future episode on this woman. Uh, she only released one album in 1992. Her name is Goddess. And it was called the Sexual Album, and I, I'm I'm glad that you don't know. Are you talking about Bolin and Bolin? Yes, Bolin oh, and Bolin. Okay, I've so, never heard of the Goddess. But, I know okay, but I'm glad that you're not because I'm about to blow your mind. So this is oh, from the shit. this is from the beginning of Goddess's first single, and you will see instantly why I made the connection. So here it is. Napoleon Bonaparte and Josephine, Mark Anthony and Cleopatra, and there it is. So this was just like a Bolin and Bolin thing that they did, I guess. Wow! Isn't that crazy? I'm very into this. Bolin and Bolin, by the <laughs> way, are a team of Dutch producers who did a lot of um, the Falco stuff, the big Falco stuff. That's um, right. Yeah, and they're like legendary in the Austria world. I don't know if they're very... Yeah, but I didn't know Goddess was a good... I just saw that on the list and I was like, I have no fucking clue who that is. <laughs> um, now yep. I know it's awesome and I'm going to listen to a lot of it. Um, yes. Yeah, Falco Rides again is very very ridiculous. He it's, is, yeah, Bolin and Bolin are, are amazing producers. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I just... I instantly, I knew this was them when I heard Falco Rides again <laughs> just because of that Goddess connection. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just funny how... 
producers are really good at throwing their little signatures yeah, in like that. I don't exactly. It's uh, talking about the places where Falco's riding. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you don't. Like, do you need more than that? It doesn't need substance. No. It's so fun. The Ponderosa Reykjavik. <laughs> and the thing where he's like to go. He's like you got the funny English interludes in the German. Like for example, he's like. Something, something, agony and pain, <laughs> which I love so much. God, I love Falco. You right love here. anybody with the gall to refer to themselves in third person, also. Yes, this is um, Falco is full Falco here. Liverpool, Bali, Vladivostok, the Ponderosa, Reykjavik, Disneyland, Atlantis. Falco rides again. This is a song that I put on every single mix, I think, in 2006. Really? Every single mix. If I made them for people and it didn't make any sense. I was like, here, hot dude, want this mix? Here comes Falco's tricks. <laughs> that rhymed. Did you intend for that to rhyme? <laughs> no, but I right Well, it's that funny song. that you did that, though, because my love for this song stems from one fact and one fact alone, and that is that he rhymes Bavarian with vegetarian. <laughs> yes! <laughs> which is unbelievably <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he is a sophisticated rapper, this Falco. Uh, no, you can get it wrong. Like, Bavarian, I never really... Yeah. <laughs> the vegetarian. Um, God, it's just so lofty in a way and so ridiculous. And it doesn't take itself... It does take itself seriously. But maybe it doesn't take itself... I can't tell. Sometimes I wonder if Falco did this on purpose or if this is just Falco. Like, I wish he were still alive today so I can be like, Falco... Did you mean to do this? <laughs> and I don't know. Like, Tricks is one of those. It's a really good little song. It's a great, well-produced pop song. It's very, it is. Um, very Wienerblut. And yep. it's a fantastic. Nothing more to say. Falco comes out um, with some more shit in the 90s and it doesn't it doesn't like work for me and it didn't really work for him that well too no it did not um so I mean, he had like a couple little hits they were pretty much austria only some switzerland but it you know he's not the huge star he once was he also had some personal issues which are worth noting because i think it's very important to understand the essence of falco um he was a huge alcoholic super into drugs big old cokehead like womanizer like it was to the point where when he would write he couldn't get anything done because he'd be so completely out of his mind he couldn't even like stay awake it was kind of becoming that way so like a lot of his stuff waned he moved to the dominican republic which i'm sure did not help um and he just kind of started working there and he was working on an album very slowly um in 98 he ends up getting in a car crash um 
And dies. Drunk and high on cocaine. And he ended up dying a little bit before. He had just called his producer earlier that day, by the way, and said, hey, come out to the Dominican Republic. I've got some new stuff. We should work on this. And it was very sad. And the world would never hear it. He was very, like, from what I've read, he's a very, like, complex guy. He had a lot of demons. You know, he, um, he had, like, a lot of the addiction issues. He was super in a way kind of hard to work with because he was super egotistical. Like he was super into himself. If you can't tell Falco writes again. Yes. Like he was very, but he was also incredibly insecure at the same time. Most people who are super into themselves are. It's very Donald Trump a little bit. Mm hmm. Yeah. Very into himself, but also very insecure. So I think that drove a lot of his problems as he became bigger and bigger and, I heard about some of those partyings from my friend Edward, the Lyft driver right. in L.A. He was like, <laughs> yeah, he was crazy. But he also was like, everyone did that in the 80s. I was like, did everyone do that in the yeah, 80s? Yeah, I don't think everyone did. I don't think my mom did. Amy no. Grant probably didn't. <laughs> Amy Grant probably. <laughs> I don't know. You got to get low to find Jesus like that. <laughs> <laughs> the key point here is Falco did not become Amy Grant and find Jesus. He um No, he did not. He did not. He Yeah, he was a very complex guy and he was, you know, pretty much a musical genius in a lot of ways. He no, it doesn't sound a lot of musical, but he was a great pop genius in a yeah, lot of ways. I mean he was a I he, think he was a great songwriter. For basically what was kind of a one off guy in the charts for most of the world, people remember him. Rock Me Amadeus is still mentioned today. Everyone know one knows. I just I he still manages to maintain a legacy. And get young people like me to love him for all time. And um, I, think that's, I think that's pretty big. And I just kind of wish that he could have gotten it together and still stayed around. I think that would have been really cool. Because he just seemed like a smart, awesome guy. And yeah, we're doing this episode because this is kind of in between his birthday and his death day. Yeah, I guess it kind of February is. was not a great month for Falco. No. It was um, busy. Yes, it, it was, was a busy, busy month. A lot on his calendar. But, yeah, I, I'm glad we got to do this episode because I always think... Einzelhaft always makes me think... I mean, anything Falco always makes me think of you. But I always think of that moment we had with Einzelhaft when you when you bought it. And that was just, like, you discovering how, how deep Falco's catalog actually ran. Oh, yeah. And how great it was. Yeah, I mean, I was fine with the little bit I knew, which was Falco 3 and Wienerblut. I was fine with those. And then I found Einzelhaft and I was like, what? There you go. Yeah, I'm glad you remember. I don't remember, like, I remember loving it but i don't remember that moment when i'm like what yes i do oh yeah anyway i love falco and if you want us to do another falco episode because we're having so much fun (laughs) please let us know on our website offbeattrackscast.com yes and we're on twitter also (laughs) at offbeat tracks so tweet us and tell us a falco song that you discovered from this episode that you like now personal falco party stories or if you knew falco yeah you want to tell us anything about him oh my god we would love that please do it in english because i'm very bad at german after flute. After flute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, until uh, next week, I'm Max. I'm Danielle. Bye. Bye.